1: inside sources all right welcome back I'm Ethan Millard I'm filling in today for Boyd Matheson thanks so much for coming along we've boy, we've covered a lot of ground today haven't we we've just uh, been chomping through some of the major topics today and I've just been having a blast so thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And uh, I, I wanted to just tee up another reminder about that Amber Alert right now. And I, and I, I just want to share with you, again, the description of the car, because I think that's really where we can do the most good, because we're all in our cars right now. Well, I mean, I'm not, obviously, but, you know, uh, mo- most people listening right now, you're going to be in your car, right? So be looking for a blue 2008 Prius. The license plate number is E8 four seven GT that is a blue 2008 Prius license plate number E eight four seven GT. So if you see it, call nine one one and let's get this, uh, let's get this young man to safety because this is so frightening. I mean, there is nothing more frightening I think than this from a parent's perspective. So let's give this family a hand and, and bringing this to a close and getting that, getting that boy home safely. Uh, in fact, speaking of, and, and, um, uh, I didn't expect to do this, but I'd, I'd thrown this into the headline segment at the first of the hour. But I think just because of this Amber Alert, I might grab it again. And uh, and there's an actual tie-in to what I wanted to talk about here. And that involves um, Joe Montana. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. Joe Montana actually stopped a woman from abducting his own grand. Child. I don't know if it's a grandson or granddaughter, but hold on a second. Let me, here it is. Okay. Joe Montana. All right. Montana told police that the woman entered his home in Malibu, California, removed his nine-month-old grandchild from a playpen and held the child in her arms. Can you believe that? A total stranger walks into your house, picks up your child or your grandchild. Montana and his wife, Jennifer, confronted the woman, attempted to de-escalate the situation, which is what you want to do, right? Just de-escalate and asked the woman to give their grandchild back. Uh, they ended up in a tussle, and they were able to pry the child out of the suspect's arms. The suspect fled the house, which is the right thing again. You know, I mean, let him go. Let police deal with it, right? If you can get your grandchild back, then that's as good as you can do in that moment. Uh, and uh, police were able to track her down at a nearby house, and she's facing charges of kidnapping and burglary. No one was injured in the incident, including the nine-month-old child, but holy cow. What a thing to have happen to Joe Montana. But you know what? I bet he is a thousand times over grateful that he was there in that moment that he could do that, that he could play that role for his family. I I know he must be, I mean, he's horrified, obviously stressed. He's obviously probably having a hard time sleeping if I know anything about parents and I do because I've got three kids. Um, But I bet he's really grateful that he was there in that moment to be able to intervene and, and help. And maybe even save this grandchild saves grandchild's life. You know, he may have saved that child's life. Anyway, it's, uh, it's chilling to think about. Um, but let's, but let me though pivot to what I wanted to kind of chat a little bit about. And that was unexpectedly sports. Sports has been playing such a weird role in society this year, hasn't it? Because on the one hand, it's all been postponed. We've missed some of our favorite, uh, moments, right? I look forward to football every year. I'm a big football fan. I do college football and NFL. And that was, uh, you know, I missed it when it got started real late and is it, and it's still my my team the university of utah still hasn't played yet so i'm missing that right uh but then there's also the flip side and that is the role that the athletes have played in this ongoing debate about uh race in america and there was a time and this is what i wanted to share there was a time when I thought sports was frivolous and unnecessary, and I got that people did it, but I thought that the most important thing that sports did for America was it gave people jobs, right? It was an industry. So people were working so fine. That's why it was important. And I pretty much ignored it. Um, I was on the swim team in high school, but that was because I was missing a PE credit, and I just never really engaged. Like I said, I thought it was frivolous. And then I met Alex Kiri, who's my co-host, right, on the Nightside Project. And he is, and you guys know this. Big time sports, right? Played football in high school. His dad played in college. His brother played in college. So he's got a long, long uh, sports background. His kids are way into it, and he kind of started, kind of turning, turning me around a little bit because it was so important to him. And you know, with the people that are close to you, what's important to them that becomes important to you at least on the margin, right? And uh, but then I started working with two other people of Broadcast House in the digital, in the KSL digital world. And those were Jason Buck and Scott Mitchell. Now, Scott Mitchell now hosts that show in the evenings with Alex Kiri, and uh, Jason Buck, um, Jason Buck, uh, was did a podcast with Scott Mitchell for a while. And Jason Buck is probably the best defensive player that BYU's ever put out, played in the NFL, two Super Bowls. And Scott Mitchell is the best quarterback that's ever come out of the University of Utah, still has all their records. And so these were two guys that both played in the pros. Sports was a huge part of their life. And when I got to know them, I started to realize that the importance of sports is not what it can do as an industry, but what it does to individual people that engage it. That's really the importance of sports getting in there, the competition, the hard work. Cause you know what I, you know what I discovered in, in Jason and Scott, two of the most hard working and disciplined and focused guys that I ever met. And it was impressive. And it was clear to see that it was in large part because of their sports background. And I think that wound up being so important. And so when we saw this, we saw the athletes engage both men and women at every level, professional college um, we started to see them engage on these important topics, and my experience with Scott and Jason uh, changed the way I think that I would have normally have seen it, because I normally would have shrugged that off and said, "Oh, come on, what do these guys know?" A bunch of athletes." But I think that those professional athletes are some of the best people we have in America. They're some of the most focused, they're some of the most disciplined. And I think they're worth listening to. They really are because at every point we are at every point in our lives. We're together in a community, whether it's family, work, community, school, wherever it is, right? Social and think about football. That dozen men on the field, everyone executing in a split second, their individual jobs in support of each other. And it's, it's such an impressive thing to look at. And isn't that what we need in the United States? is that ability for the best and the brightest to give us a framework where we can work as a team towards a common goal. I mean, the athletes, I'm sorry to say, the athletes are the answer on this. It's not the politicians. And I think that they're a great place to look for leadership right now. They're a great place to look, not just for recreation, but for real social and cultural leadership. And I think we should be proud of them. See you next time.
0: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon.